0: Welcome to Hey Look Listen, my name is Liam Sheen, and I'm joined here by Kevin O'Carroll and Jonathan Morrissey. Lads, fucking yee-haw!
1: <laughs> yeehaw buddy.
0: Bro, well, we're yeehaw. fucking, what are we doing, rustling up some cattle? Yeah. Oh, that's
1: why you said yee that makes yeah. sense now. Oh, I, I thought okay, you were good. just losing your mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Weird Apropos intro, of nothing, cowboy episode. <laughs> We are doing Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, I think. We haven't really talked about it. Well, I think it's both. <laughs> we're doing both games. Let's see what goes, yeah. It's uh, two games we've talked about a lot, peppered over the years, but we're going to finally just rip off the band-aid and just, just talk about these goddamn cowboy games. But I apologise. How are you? What's the story? Good, good. Um, it's actually been ages since we've gathered to talk, because the last episode we, we did, we actually recorded even before the, the Mario episode that I did before that, so it's, it's I don't like a, it, Liam. I, I feel the Mario I, episode I, I did.
2: I miss both of you. No, no, I, I do. I, I, that episode I look, really liked. No, look, I sorry, hope someone likes oh it because
0: I did not like making it. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds is, like you loved it. I like it was, oh, I found it, was, it very hard. It was like blood from a stone. That no, just didn't work for me. Just, it just didn't work for me. But I, I'm, i I'm happy with it, ish.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, if it's any consolation, you fully seem to have, have hidden your contempt for the subject matter anyway. So <laughs> no,
0: it's, it, it's not the subject matter. It's I'm, my, it's my you know. own human brain and mouth that I, had contempt, that I had contempt for. I still love Mario just as much, although I would like not to play one for one.
2: <laughs> I'm still a little bit shocked at your, your first choice, though. I, it, it, it threw Mario me. Your, your top Mario three Galenx. threw me.
0: Yeah. I did a lot of contemplations over how I was going to rank them because... I think 64 is still my favourite. At the end of the day, but I had to kind of, um, you know, take you know, t- take nostalgia out of it a little bit and see. I-, I think Galaxy is a is a is a fine choice if I do say so myself. I agree. And thanks for joining us. And hey, look, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go rootin' tootin' across the prairies, <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It's fun to talk cowboy stuff, you know. Just, how, how many more? <laughs> I think that's do. about. It. I think that's all I have. What's another one? No, yeah, no, I think nothing. we're done. Sorry, crime, God, a, yeah, crime, crime. <laughs> <laughs> bad game um, mechanics. Well, if that we're is. talking about if we're talking about Red Dead Redemption, we can talk about <laughs> punching suffragettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that viral video, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crime, isn't it? Um Before we get to that, the Root and the and lads, what game are you playing at the moment? I'm gonna start with Kev this time.
1: Yeah, so in advance of the upcoming release of uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I have embarked on a full replay of Breath of the Wild. And, oh, buddy. <laughs> like, we all know this game is good. <laughs> but fuck me, this game is so good. You haven't I, played it since 2017, though? I have never played it on the Switch. I only ever played the oh, played it on the Wii U. I played it at launch. So I played it for funny. like 100 hours in the first week. Mm. I picked it up a couple of times since to mess around with it. This is my first sort of comprehensive play of it since basically the launch week and yeah it's you know a lot of people have said that it's pretty good and you know those people are probably right it's (laughs) it's some good shit
0: i did a replay of it as well about a month ago a a bit more for the upcoming tears of the kingdom and it was a joy it was it was much less kind of the first my first replay was my first play was the wonderment of exploration this time I was varied by the books I was like we're getting them shrines if, if an NPC is giving me a side quest and it's not about a shrine I'm not doing it so yeah. it was kind of maybe a little bit less magical than my that, I think with a game like that it's hard to kind of recreate the, the discovery when you first yeah. play it. but I did thoroughly enjoy the replay and I'm the same as you some people have picked apart that game in the last six years and just absolutely mastered it and found out every secret but I hadn't played it since 2017
1: yeah and I never got the I never got all one hundred twenty shrines the first time round. Mm. so I'm really like digging in to find them this time. But because I'm not refinding them, I am getting that sort of yeah. joy of exploration mm. thing all yeah. over yeah. again. Yeah. I like I remember last time I played, I was in this place like ten times. I never knew there was a shrine here. Mm. It's just really satisfying to find them. Uh, what I will say, one thing that I disliked at the time that I now hate with the passion of a thousand fiery suns is the non-optional uh motion mechanics thingies for the shrines some of those like tilty mazes with the balls and stuff they can get fucked they can absolutely get fucked
0: it's weird when i was replaying the mario games i was like (coughs) for like mario galaxy you go back and play a wii game i don't know like i'm not obsessed with motion controls like who is but i was happy to do motion controls for an old wii game i was like ah Uh, The the tweed the twee twee nostalgia, but like a game from twenty seventeen, I found the same with Mario Odyssey. I am like, no, there shouldn't have been motion controls in this. They're probably going to Nintendo love motion controls. There's probably going to be some Tears of the Kingdom as well. They're
2: definitely in the
0: new one for sure. Yeah,
1: like I remembered that you could turn off the motion control aiming, and did that like the moment that the game gave me (laughs) control of Link, and then I came to that first shrine with the tilty maze with the ball and it. I was like, oh, I remember you can turn these off, right? And spend about five minutes to, like in the menus and on Google and trying to find out. And no, you just have to no. roll with it, and it doesn't get any better.
0: Especially, I played the whole thing handheld on so my replay this time, like the oh. entire thing. So I had to, like every time I came to one of those, I had to take the Joy-Cons off it and prop my Switch up on the table, because you can't possibly do the do, motion yeah. control on handheld. It doesn't well, why
2: did you me. play it all handheld? Was that, was that a good choice? Or?
0: I was re-watching old episodes of the simpsons while playing it that's I was, the best life ever I, I, I was kind of initiating my final form <laughs> <laughs> hey jonathan how about you oh sorry i thought uh, i was
2: so talking um so <laughs> i'm actually playing something i thought i'd never play um i'm playing the new horizon uh, forbidden west um, oh or, interesting yes, i have going. played that have you played it yeah oh i didn't know okay i have like, um,
1: opinions
2: oh excellent <laughs> excellent okay i'm about maybe 15 hours into it but uh our friend who is missing today he's not missing he's just not here i should say at the podcast uh owen yeah someone um, knows where he is we yeah, just don't. probably yeah i saw him a couple, a couple of months ago uh, owen he has not up about it uh he's always like play this it's great it's really really good usually i laugh at him or just don't reply uh mm-hmm. but i finally said look it's on plus i so i give it a go I'm having a whale of a time I'm yeah, shocked. good um like it's funny because I know we're, we're gonna talk about certain things about open world stuff today uh, and how it can get you know very draining um I haven't hit that yet yeah. uh, but I feel it might because uh, I've heard people say it's like a 60 70 hour game um but so far basically everything about it is has improved upon uh horizon zero Dawn. Um, yeah. which I didn't love um, uh, the characters are still a little bit Blah, but at least Aloy has a bit more to her now. She's a bit, yeah. she kind of is uh, a bit more of a you know a personality and a character. Um, so I'm enjoying it a lot, and I get to hang around with Lance Reddick a little bit, you know, oh, you know yeah, best. yeah best. Um, But yeah, I'm playing that right now, and also playing. Uh, <laughs> and this is why, by the way, I won't say it. I was gonna say what another suggestion I gave for the podcast for an episode today, but I won't because we can either save it, Keep it secret, um, keep it safe. Uh, but I'm playing uh, James Bond uh, on the Game Boy. Uh, which uh, I tried to play it on the Game Boy. Which I'm pointing it behind me, which I now realize doesn't work. Uh, so so the most random it.
0: thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? Yeah, so it's um, <laughs> it's
2: really it gets way more random. Um, it's uh, it
0: came out like at the very
2: end of the Game Boy, like like 2000, 2001 even, um, and it's like a, a James Bond RPG uh, that came out. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre. It's really really fascinating. It's really really good. It's like a cross of like maybe Chrono Trigger.
0: Uh, with some other like can't believe you just mentioned chrono Trigger. it's so funny yeah yeah but it, it's
1: it's <laughs> a bizarre direct yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah um and, and it's fantastic it has like amazing references to james bond if you're a fan at all awesome. um i it, it's very challenging it's like it's a game by game right so it's i spend a lot of my time trying to you know find the next passage or you're you know you're every room you're looking for the hidden object that you're trying to find um but it's fun um like i hadn't played it in 20 odd years so i've been kind of playing that in between uh, bits of horizon so it's really it's wholesome yeah i'm having a great time yeah i
1: love it yeah i am absolutely going to look that up after we record. do do it
2: it's a really uh really interesting game if we did an episode an episode on that i'd lose my life i'd be so it'd make me the happiest man ever if we did it man
0: we did an episode on I was about to say we could do an episode on Bond games, but we already did an episode on like the Bond game, Goldeneye. So, we could do an episode was, on all the other ones. I would
2: argue that this is the Bond game. I think it's better than Goldeneye.
0: Oh yeah, I meant culturally, pop culturally. Oh yeah, at your after criteria. No, I'm that's not gonna. I, I, don't, I don't. I, I don't have enough info to rank them against each other. <laughs> that's the reason why I said that, I'm playing at the moment the Chrono Trigger. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, It's really random that you would bring it up randomly, but um, I. I have a little present for myself called a game called Chrono Cross which is the PS1 sequel to Chrono Trigger which I have never played not even a second of it. I remember looking at images of it on the internet when I was younger. It never came out in Ireland. never came out um, in Europe in general but um, it's after getting last year it got a, a, a re-release, a HD re-release that's apparently not very good but I was like it doesn't matter this is my opportunity to play this game. And I was like 2023 sometime I'm going to play it. And I was like now's the time and then my stupid brain went Liam are you going to play Chrono Cross without replaying Chrono Trigger first? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck it, fine. Uh, I'll, play, I'll play Chrono Trigger. I haven't played it in over 10 years. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. And I feel like it's one of the few ones that I truly love that I haven't... Have I waxed lyrical about it in this podcast before? I don't I think don't, so. I don't I'm think so. It, no. It's interesting. I'm playing it now. And like I said, well over 10 years since i played it last. Uh, I dusted off my DS copy of it. And I'm playing it um, on the 2DS. On the but it's um, it's absolutely wonderful. It's just such a transport tr- it transports me back to like a certain era of games like it's right at the end of 2d it's right at the end like just before everything changed and here's like squaresoft's kind of last ditch effort to use everything they've learned you know which well, i think that's an amazing era of squaresoft anyway and, and rpgs and it's just this culmination of like 16-bit graphics and everything and it does i, I wonder if someone played it these days i'm, I'm definitely i'm not i think if someone an adult played it now they'd definitely be able to appreciate it, but I wonder if they would like be find it so wonderful. Cause a lot of things it did that were exciting in 1995 are kind of very normal now, like no random battles. That was exciting. Kind of um, new game. Plus it's not the first game to ever have new game. Plus, but it's the mm-hmm. first time I ever heard the term new game. Plus was Chrono trigger, multiple endings, you know, stuff like that has just reputation as a RPG classic, uh, I, 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 which I think kind of makes people think it's just big Epic, but it's just this lovely breezy game. in so many ways it's, sub 20 hours it has like a really simple saturday morning cartoon story really simple but memorable characters really simple battle system it just it, it's just a very nice vibey game that i think you know it's aged but i don't care like I, <laughs> I i i kind of like there's some things about some things about you know about just being in a game from 1995 on the super nintendo that I wouldn't change you know and it's just, it's such a important game to me when i was a kid like the soundtrack was so important to me when i was a child that i'd it as one of like my seminal albums <laughs> my I, I used to i used to download um midi tracks off LimeWire of, of the chrono trigger soundtrack and like amass it slowly um <laughs> it's what i'm having a great time and it's like i said it's really short it's like 17 18 hours i think maybe longer with side quests but i'm playing in like half an hour chunks like here and there so it's great, but I will play Chrono Cross. That's why I'm doing this. I'm finally going to give myself that gift. I'm I'm so excited to like whether or not like I'm sure it's flawed. Um, apparently, it's not. Apparently, it's a very low effort port. Apparently, but um, I don't know a, a PS one fucking um, JRPG from SquareSoft with the pre-rendered drawn backgrounds and the I'm just going to be. This is like a little gift for myself, you know. I, I just, like,
2: that's you you just described yourself Love
0: those like ps1 final Fantasies were like so so important to me probably the most important games from my childhood that, like that this very similar game uh that i just kind of like not played into my 30s i'm very excited to finally play it but i don't think i'll get to it now at this point before zelda zelda's the big landmark that yeah. i have to, <laughs> to how come around. we
2: haven't uh, how come we haven't heard you talk more about chrono trigger is there a reason why it doesn't kind of come out as i don't you know, know yeah day-to-day
0: kind of it's weird because it's Absolutely disgusting that it's not readily available. Yeah. I checked on the Switch first; it's not on the SNES collection. On it for some reason. I would hope. I don't trust Square Enix in this, but I would hope they're like they have plans for it. I don't think Chrono Trigger would get a big Final Fantasy Seven remake, you know, amazing graphics. But I would absolutely love a, a live, alive, um, rendition of it. Give it that two point five D graphics and give us some voice. That, oh my, if they did what they did with Live Alive, that game I talked about a few episodes back, whatever, whatever. If they did that with Chrono Trigger, I would literally sperm all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
1: hell.
2: <laughs> what? Imagine listening to this podcast, right? Imagine <laughs> if you're like walking down the street, you're driving to work and then this ledge is like, oh, I sperm all over
0: myself. <laughs> I said in a sinister manner, didn't I? You did, yeah. Like someone who's only ever read about the phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the goodest point, As I need to move on to um, our main games today, which are, like I said earlier, I feel like we're we're all, it's kind of a game that binds us, the Red Dead Redemption games, because we've all played them, so we kind of talk about them a lot, but we're finally doing a whole episode on it, and um, this was Jonathan's idea. Me? Yeah, it was, yeah. I was all like, what will we do the next episode on? And he had two ideas, and we went for the Root and Toot and Cowboy one. Do you know why? Do you know why it was my idea?
2: Because... rockstar are probably the biggest game developers really in the world like they're you know the success with gta and and red dead and the two of them are brilliant games which i know we might disagree on in a bit but like mm. i feel like they never really kind of we never talk about them in that kind of when we're talking about you know the greatest games of all time or you know absolute classics red dead the first one Dead never really comes up which i think is actually unfair I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's, well, I didn't I've replayed it in quite a while I I actually tried to get it running on the Steam Deck when I first bought it and PS2 games uh, or PS3 games sorry are just so hard to get emulated it was such a struggle I gave up um but I feel like it, it just you know doesn't get enough credit um and then Red Dead 2 is weird to me because I can see why people think it could be one of the best games ever made but I don't agree uh, even though I really wish I did <laughs> if you know what I mean um, so I think there's just a lot to talk about, with the, with the two of them.
0: I think one, the first one, was definitely talked about all the time as one of the best games ever made when it came out. Yeah. Mm. Was it slow, Was it slowly lost over the years, something like that? I remember thinking well, like it was at least one of the greatest video game stories ever made. That, that was kind of always sure. my memory of it. The writing in Red Dead Redemption 1 was some of my favorite writing I'd ever seen in the game.
2: But I think like i think we actually mentioned that. i might be actually repeating something i've said in a previous podcast I, I think that's might nice.
0: that might happen a lot in this episode so yeah we might, just yeah, gotta do it we just yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. we, we we've, we've, did, we've lampshaded it now that's done. we've mentioned that we've yeah, mentioned it now we just now we're just spatterings off. over the, yeah. over, the <laughs> over the years
2: we can say that now how <laughs> fucked up is that um but it like i think because it's been so it's never been re-released it's never been remastered it's been so hard to get. Mm. i think that's why it's kind of fallen out of kind of Uh, you know it's not talked about as much Um, I really thought before Red Dead 2 would come out they would do something and remaster and remake it and of course we Kev you mentioned recently that they did drop I think a remake of it Um,
1: yeah there was not a remake but a remaster of it was in the works um, up until that recent uh, GTA trilogy remaster came out when it absolutely fucking tanked um, and the the Red Dead uh, remaster paid the price there you got axed, unfortunately.
2: yeah it's, it's, it's. I just. It's perfect. It's. It's ripe for it. Mm. Um. But like, I, I. I don't know. Uh, Red Dead One. I think we can actually cover that in just a few minutes. Really, it's really good. Uh, uh,
0: it actually it. <laughs> brings up a point. Are any of us an authority to speak on Red Dead Revolver? The actual I've, Red. The actual Red Dead One.
1: I have never played it, but I'm fascinated, fascinated by it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we failed really you we failed you audience
1: i was really hoping one of you would have i um,
0: watched them making a video on it a while back and it was interesting it was it was this much more arcadey thing
1: yeah
0: um like a lot of um colors and bing bang booms this is that was a sentence i did and um rockstar bought it they bought it was a game that was already being worked on and they bought yeah it was
1: it was oh, ca- okay. capcom Jeez, or it capcom? was yeah I, yeah, I, I'm not sure of the details. I think it was it was a studio name missing. Mm. We're working on it with funding from Capcom, so I'm not sure how involved Capcom were in it, but they were at least the money behind it to begin with. And I think that studio then got bought out, mm. and there was a rights dispute for a while, and then it subsequently showed up in the mid 2000s. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what year. in
0: comparison to the Redemption games, it is linear and arcadey shooter type thing but mm. in terms of aesthetics when it got into rockstar's hands apparently they removed all of the kind of um stylistic things and made it much more like realistic mm. and i guess then they were did they get it oh, i have a feeling this is just my own thing i just not face anything did they just want it like a, some kind of cowboy ip because they wanted to make their grand theft auto cowboy game so they were like we'll do this one first and they will make the one we really want to make because so I think it's a no-brainer. I remember when it was announced years and years ago. I was like, "That is a no-brainer." Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, but uh, New Old West, you know, we, do, we don't get many cowboy games though.
2: No, that's like why it's unique. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I it it does suit their their kind of their makeup so so well. Um, but man, like Red Dead One, I I don't think anyone else will ever try an open-world cowboy game now because they've just nailed the atmosphere uh and the setting so incredibly well um because i remember it, 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 it when did it come out 2008 maybe i think the first
0: one uh, around then back well, it, we, uh, at least six months ago we used to begin episodes going like i oh, have data, data. <laughs> i i've got i've wikipediaed it and, <laughs> and we're gonna and now we're just like i'm gonna say i'm gonna say
1: 2010 I think 10%. it's
0: ten, ten or eleven sounds more right to me than eight. Okay, okay, actually, I can yeah. Google it. I, oh fuck, shit.
2: Okay, that uh, I don't give a fuck about the listeners anymore. Um, <laughs> That's not true. I, I care about all of you. I forgot my point, so I
0: have to <laughs> move on. I, but I, I like in t- talking about its uniqueness. I, I like remember my mom walking by and seeing it. And being fascinated by it because it is one it is that striking thing. It's like a cowboy game. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is the Capcom classic Sunset Riders, which is a side-scrolling shooter on the Super Nintendo. That's a whole different vibe. It's actually in my local barcade, and every time I, I've been there like three times, every time I go there, there's no one playing it. So I always like go straight over to it. i like <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be there in much longer because I've never seen anyone else play it. But I love it, it's a classic. It's hard in in, in the barcade to hear it, but if you can hear it when you kill bosses they say stuff and it's like bury me with my money and stuff like that it's the most charming thing ever But that's not red dead redemption i don't know why, why i'm talking about that but it's the only thing i can think of and in terms of um with the grand theft auto games it was okay i'm not poo-pooing one and two in london or whatever mm-hmm. but like just for argument's sake can i just begin with three i remember when three came out it was you know it came out just around the same time when I was kind of, you know, developing my, you know, love of films. Mm-hmm. So it would free and vice city and San Andreas. It was so exciting to see the clear cinematic influences, yeah. you know, and all these mob films and gangster films that we were all watching around the time. And that's yeah. like, just really good timing for us. And then suddenly these games were kind of emulating them, you know, very, um, very like balls with, in terms of stuff like vice city, which is Scarface, you know, very or, silly. um, but, um, that's why it was so cool with Red Dead Redemption. It wasn't my game, Sunset Riders, I just mentioned, just a little kind of, you know, <laughs> a side-scrolling shooter with a cowboy aesthetic. It felt like, you know, Sergio Leone. Actually, no, it felt a bit more grimdark than that. A little yeah, bit kind yeah. of like Unforgiven. That, so that, so that,
2: that was my point I, <laughs> I mm-hmm. forgot to make. Um, was I had watched Unforgiven very recently, just before the first one came out. Because they're similar stories, in a way, you know. Uh, cowboy, wife,
0: you know... And I, I love stories like this. Um, you, you can do this with like a good samurai story as well, or something. There's a cowboy, but I love the man yeah, kind yeah. of man at, kind of at the threshold of of, of time changing. Yeah, John Mar- John Marzen yeah. is an old school cowboy, you know, but he's at a time when the world's changing around him, and he doesn't quite understand it. That's very similar to Unforgiven, you know, like to put the player in the shoes of like a character that's I can say that about. It's just inherently interesting immediately. You know, John Marston he is fantastic. He's one of the best he, video game protagonists ever. Maybe second he, he really only is. to Arthur Morgan, who I prefer from Red Dead Redemption two.
1: You've just said no. that Arthur Morgan is the greatest video game protagonist of all time.
0: Uh, well, we're talking. This is the Red Dead Redemption episode, so I got a bit of well, do a bit of hyperbole, you know. Liam, Liam let's, let's pull on that thread. Let's mm-hmm. let's, let's,
2: let's jump along there. What, what what's your opinion on, on Arthur Morgan? I would whoa yeah he's not the greatest he's not the great Well, didn't bounce between two of them um he's Mm -hmm. not the greatest video game protagonist of all time no that's not true but uh i think he is one of the most well-rounded well-written characters Mm -hmm. i've come across in many years in video gaming like he's and i don't i haven't cried at many video games i really really haven't um but that ending for red dead 2 of him watching the sunset if you've got that ending. Um, yeah, exactly. Is, 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 is wonderful.
1: Yeah, I do think that like his character is probably the strongest part of the game, or the characters in general are where it's at its strongest. And his is sort of the most realized, the most well-rounded one. Um, I am kind of, I'm on the record on this podcast of having my issues with, with that game. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll get into them further as we go. <laughs> but before I start using the word dog shit liberally, Jesus. um <laughs> the the writing, the story, and the characterization in that game are rock solid. They're so good,
0: and it's kind of it's kind of similar to John Mars in the sense of thematically, where Arthur Morgan is Arthur Morgan is is a soft spoken kind of he's he's a good man, but he's still mm. a criminal, you know, and he's still a kind of an old school cowboy in a world that's kind of changing around him. And I think that's if if, if there's a kind of a, all-encompassing theme of these games is that it's kind of you know a recognizable you know brutal violence you know versus something new i, I, what I love about the, f- the first game is that you know you're hired by um the government to kill round up your old posse and kill them because uh, yeah, you're a bad dude and they want. but you know john marzen understands the kind of shitheads he's dealing with but he doesn't understand this new breed of evil that this you know this government is you know this, this this
2: which i like and it's fantastic it's it's a lot of depth to it but i always used to find it really hard to swallow whole because you kill thousands of people in that game
0: well, that's uh, um
2: john marston could be one of the most evil people in video game history
0: i sense. look, look we're, we're we're podcasters so we get to video game podcasters so we get to talk about yes Ludo narrative dissonance again <laughs> I went to video game college and I learned about Ludo narrative. <laughs> top top marks. you got top marks. I, I, I did my thesis on it. It's the single most complicated video game <laughs> thing to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I understand. Just, that. Just, just
1: for the listener, Liam has a little like sign on the wall where it's like X days since he's last mentioned Ludo narrative, <laughs> and he's just wiping he's just, just it reset area. it to a zero while he's wiping down <laughs> his pants.
2: I just think Liam, there's times when that's okay. And you, I just think if there's too much of a gap between that we like, because there's a few times in the first game I know where Marston is very much kind of like he'll spare someone's life or won't kill them.
0: I, but you, you, I think I don't know if it was the last time you guys played it, but you kill a lot of people, like a lot, a lot of people. There, there's um, there's something about Grand Theft Auto that triggers my kind of you know ah this is only a game I'm going to hit this old woman with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's something about Red Dead Redemption. I think it's the it's the cowboyness of it. My my. Mm. a general lameness where i just want to sink into the character much more i want to so i if you're i i think you're still talking about just the amount of people in general you mow down in the main Correct. missions but when i play red dead redemption i'm not killing
2: um oh you're doing like honorable, honorable, honorable no, I'm, I'm,
0: yeah. I'm being relatively honorable i'm the, I, I like my character to be to kill when he needs to but i don't want my character to punch a suffragette to bring it up for a second time <laughs> but what about the what about the actual gameplay? I think Marcy, yeah. that be that might be the thing that might actually potentially shock you the most if you went back and played Redemption One. Does does it play well anymore? I
2: probably not. Like I I don't know. I've never. Man, it's, such a, it's such a weird relationship with a video game because like you play a video game, you're not watching it. Um, mm. I Red Dead One had for me a lot of charm when I first played it. Um, it. And again, I haven't played in so long. Uh, it did, I remember it, it did get repetitive towards the end. Um, the constant amount of shooting, the constant amount of bad guys you're coming across. Um, it's not a great shooter, you see. It's not, no. It's and it not. doesn't it's want
0: just, it to be. It's like those old Grand Theft Auto's. It locks you. auto lock on. auto yeah, locks yeah, on enemies. Shoot that watch.
2: person, move on to yeah. the next one. Um, and, and the gameplay of the game is fairly, it's kind of bare bones rocks there, isn't it? You know, you yeah. you get your mission, you get in your horse, you go to the point, cutscene yeah. kicks in, You you do the mission. Um, that's kind of what it is. Um, so I do think back in 2010, I googled it there a minute nice, ago. Nice, um, nice we'll one. Yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I might add this one. So I was right, and both of you, <laughs> both of you were wrong. Yeah. No. You both said. I think you said 1001 lame food. No, I did. Um, like um, I said the 1800s
0: because it's a cowboy. Game. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, but I back then that probably wasn't still you know wasn't as done to death a mechanic. Um, as it is today so it probably still was okay because it was a new setting um i do think though the reason why in in my heart i have a, i have like more space for red dead one than i do red dead two yeah was because of how that simplistic kind of gameplay became this incredibly convoluted um and just not enjoyable uh kind of process that red dead two ended up with um, so kind of whatever happened in the middle there whatever they lost uh, well what they gained uh, I should say what they added um kind of changed that for me but I don't know I like Red Dead yeah the gameplay it, it's it's fine it it serves the story well I think I think that, that that's what you know the very minimum that
0: needs to do it's funny you should say that because I've said definitely said it before in this podcast um so let's say it again when I when I really gelled with Red Dead Redemption 2 is when I kind of realized that what this is is a 60 hour long walking sim yeah. Mm. like in essence kind of in, in, in the soul of it when i kind of accepted the fact that the gameplay of this thing is kind of bare bones it's going to dots on your map even if you're doing something exciting like you know burning fields or what i get the, the game has you do a bunch of eclectic shit in the missions. yeah you're if you actually step back from it what are you doing it's walking to yellow circles on your map every time and then doing some shooting and the shooting is very like you click to enemies and it, it, it's it's crunchy and it feels good but it's not really, there's not much to it. But when I just kind of accepted, you know, I play games that are just narrative games, you know, I play yeah. games that are just like, what, what can we do with interactive narratives? And when I kind of looked at Red Dead Redemption 2 as that, I really, that's when I really fell in love with it. And I was, I don't know, I was, I didn't mind riding through the massive map to mission to mission, like, you know, long space of no, time. No, like sometimes. I just thought it was beautiful. I, I think it's one of those open worlds that's like feels designed like, it's kind of reminds me of something like Breath of the Wild is similar, where I you get the feeling that the designers designed it in a way where they're trying to kind of predict how a player might crest this hill. yeah, And if they crest this hill, let's have a vista or have something, have the light. And yeah. I think I, I you get the sense from that. So I'm already halfway there. I'm already so into fucking cowboy ship. a weird thing to say. Like that. But I remember, no, I do love the genre. So... I was, I'm very okay with just being in a kind of interactive, very story-driven cowboy game. So I really enjoyed Red Dead 2. But I, what I will say, can I ask you, is that, like, you know, games choose, you know, their aesthetics, their vibes, you know. Do you have any, would you, would you would you meet me anyway halfway with if I say that what the charm of Red Dead 2 is that it's, incredibly realistic like none of the magic of video games no floating items to pick up no none of that it wants it wants to be as real worldly as possible and i'm not saying i agree with it that much but that's what it's going for and i think people who really love that world kind of love that aspect of it but it also means that picking up a can is tedious picking yeah. up an item is tedious you know
1: yeah um I'm, I'm not gonna meet you halfway on that one buddy that's that's the main <laughs> thing that i absolutely hate about this game yep. and like I, I i couldn't finish it mm. i could i i i i couldn't finish it so i tried to watch like a let's play to get the end of the plot and then seeing the gameplay in the let's play <laughs> put me off so much that I, I Such a bitter old man I, I I read the final third of Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> <It> on Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> because I had to distance myself from this absolute fucking waste of my time.
0: Oh uh, it, it, it is it is it is kind of time-wasting. But like I, I said, I didn't mind some of that. I didn't mind yeah.
1: some of it. I'll meet you
2: halfway, then. I, I'll meet you, like, not, not the whole halfway, but, like, there's there was one moment in Red Dead where it really got to me. Um, I decided to play the second one almost completely first person. Um, okay, oh, really? I, I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. I think it was because I was having problems with having to watch so many, like, have to see Arthur go through so many kind of cut animations, you know, skinning something. Yeah. And... <laughs> It is when it's funny when you're actually picking like cans. You say, let's say you go into a you know a building and you're like you know looting for stuff. When you pick up cans, the animation isn't as long in first person. He just kind okay. of grabs it and puts it away. But I remember, I remember playing it. and I had to go to work and I had like you know you've got like a bit of time before you go and like I have a you know, quick video game here, um, and there was four items in the cupboard. It did take me, like, I'd say almost a full minute to pick them all up. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why this is why are they making that difficult? I don't I don't get how that serves the story. I don't get like I I get the grittiness of the Wild West. It's tough. All that kind of stuff. You know, you're surviving. But why? Why is it so hard to pick up a tin of beans? Like, why well,
0: do I have to hold X firstly and just press it once? I, I don't get it, Liam. So if you can explain it's, that to me, maybe I can. No, oh, I, oh, I can't oh, can explain it. it. I j- I can just kind of hypothesize what they were going for. I do think they wanted it to be as realistic as possible. Yeah, they didn't want any kind of video gaminess That was just the aesthetic they were going for. Yeah. But, but it, better it, or for worse,
1: it's realism at the expense of things like yeah. convenience and fun.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but then they've got like the, the dead eye thing.
0: That's that's not. Is that the real world? Can you guys do that? I can't. <laughs> I can um, do that when I'm pissing in a urinal. <laughs> what do you want it to slow down? I um, <laughs> just <'cause... laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> just, look, just looking around. <laughs> just um...
1: walking into the Jackson of Fire and Liam is there just spinning in <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> but it's
0: like um it's like the camp in Red Dead 2 which I love cuz mm. like I, I've, talked, I've talked, talked before like I, the characters are the heart of Red Dead Redemption 2 in particular for me um, just this found family of ne'er do wells, yeah. and you get to kind of ha- go back to the camp and kind of hang out with them and see stories play out. But even then, they just don't let you run around the camp. Yeah. You got to yeah, trudge, you got to trudge around it. And it's another kind of something that should, like, I, I, I found it pleasant to hang out in the camp for a while between missions or whatever and kind of see the stories play out. But they even managed to make that a little bit more tedious than it needed to be.
2: Yeah. But you think, is, is that realism or is that just. No, nothing. No, just I don't poorly where... made, <laughs> <laughs> just like po- you know, poorly yeah. implemented. Um, and then like weirdly, Rockstar have kind of abandoned the game as well in regards to kind of you know uh, updating it all. Like re- you know, online died very very quickly. They didn't really give that any support did at all. Did you it? Um, I did. Yeah, I played it for maybe played a couple of old H and buddies for maybe about two weeks. Um, very very little to do. Uh, mm-hmm. to kind of keep you entertained. So a lot of time you just in, like hunting. You did a lot of things you could do in the single player game, but you're doing with you know with friends um but yeah i, I don't know man like there, there are a lot of mods out for the pc version where you can actually improve a lot of that stuff so i've been okay. thinking about maybe giving that a go yeah yeah um but you shouldn't have to you know it, it, it's
0: it's it's Be- because it actually because all that kind of culminated and it, it's a game i finished but it made me kind of realize very quickly that i if i was going to finish this game i had to kind of just cut a path through it
1: yeah and not do yeah. so
0: and i didn't do many if any Side missions in that game, I was just like, because the game was long enough, <laughs> Do you know.
1: And that's I mean, actually that- that's actually my, my second big gripe with the game is that mm-hmm. like I'm the type of person that the way my brain is wired that it, like, and it's why these sorts of games exist. But when the game starts popping little markers down on my map, I'm gonna go there. I'm playing the mm-hmm. video game to play the content that's in the video game that was put yep. there by the people who made the video game. And if your advice to someone is you like you know, just do the main story. Just beeline your way through it. Yeah. Ignore ignore all this other content. That's, by definition, uh, yeah. that's bad design. Yeah. That's a bad game, yeah. you know?
0: And it's not necessarily my advice. It's, I'm just saying it's how I personally could get oh, through sure. the game. Yeah. And why I brought it up is because it is a shame because I know f- from hanging out on the internet after that there's a lot of really cool content. There's brilliant side missions, amidst, yeah. Uh, and lo- even in Red Dead Redemption 1 um, as well, some some of the things you could find in that game are absolutely insane. that I never knew. Do you know what death is in it? There's a guy who's very heavily suggested to be death. He's in oh, yeah? two as well. He's in two as well. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. He's like the strange did, man. Or did, something did like you that.
2: guys actually fully finish Red Dead One? Because there's, there's 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 two endings, and you can go back. Yeah. You go back later as Jack and, and find the guy who killed your dad.
0: Well, to ping pong back, when in 2010 is that what you said?
2: Yeah, uh, that's what. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Um, it's so funny, like uh, 13 years later, is this still impressive? But I remember one of the things I was waxing lyrical about Red Dead 1 when it came out was Rockstar's confidence with its own narrative to have the game completely slow down in its final act. Yeah. When the main mission is over and John Marston has killed the people he has to kill, and he's, he's the reason he's doing it is so... Uh, his government have taken his family, the, gov- the government have taken his family, essentially. So he's back at his family on the farm with his son and his wife. And then you start, do- like, you start doing, like, really early game missions. You know, you yeah, start wrangling like, cows and cattle and stuff like that. You start doing, like, missions that are, like, much low sta- lower stakes yeah. than what you've been doing all through the game. And that's kind of bad design in a way. But I remember always being impressed by that the fact that Rockstar kind of favoured their story and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. did that. I, I, I thought that was... a very fresh at the time and it led to a very good ending and like you said there's even more secret ending after that where you yeah you play as the sun but then in red dead redemption 2 as well they take that to the to the fucking nth degree you do too some, much there's an epilogue of <laughs> in red dead 2 that goes on for about four hours
2: yeah and which it, i like
0: i end up like i i put the game down for a week before i, I started it, and i think that's right way to smart. do it because <laughs> yeah. i built up to an ending hit that ending and then looked online and went oh, apparently this fucking thing is four hours long i'll go i'll go back to because i've you know i've been building myself up to an ending and it's and it's, it's not, it's, paced not very it's, well. it's not paced very well i don't think it's they're they're, they're expanding on what they did in Red that one and it narratively it's more ambitious and probably better but i don't think it's as well executed even no. though it has a great musical montage in it at one point when they're building a house oh it does
2: that's that's fantastic Oh man, no, it, like, oh, Red Dead 2 is great, it is, and, <laughs> and, and, and the podcast there, r- r- roll the credits What um, made you
0: change your mind suddenly, me going on about building the house, is it the, is, is it the fact that it does have these moments in it It has a litany of moments that are so good It's it's a game I have like, I. it's really hard for me to put a finger on it man,
2: like I, I, I put in about 50 hours and I didn't come away thinking that was one of the best games I've ever played. And I was disappointed by the fact I didn't think that mm-hmm. I was able to appreciate it the whole way through, but just never had fun. Like I never mm-hmm. was I never was playing it and going, oh, I can't wait to do this. But I was like, oh, but I really want to know what the story is. Or, you know, it's like, yeah, Arthur fall in love with this woman that he's been, you know, he randomly brings to the cinema and stuff like that. Like it, it narratively was brilliant. Like if it was a, if it was a show, like we said before, I probably mm-hmm. would be hugely invested. Um, But even like another thing that really, I remember it really irked me was when I was doing the epilogue, um, I remember thinking I missed so many episodes or so many side missions when I was Arthur. And I'd been Googling and finding all these amazing, uh, cool missions you could do, like, you know, searching for animals and stuff like that. But once Arthur dies, you lose access to all of them. Mm. And like, I get that as like, again, that's I'm trying to be very realistic and kind of, you know, stick to the story they're telling. But I was very disappointed. I was like, I missed so much content because you know and because it, it's not exactly handed to you either a lot of the side missions you really have to go out of your way to find them you stumble across a lot of them um but i was again disappointed about that as well and like i i don't i don't think it's a game i'll ever replay because of the gameplay mechanics I, you know
0: i can't imagine myself replaying it anytime no. soon i imagine replaying it now and i think oh remember that bit where they get washed up on the island which was very which was very exciting when it happened because it was after a big story moment with a lot of character deaths. It was like, I've said before, I, I well, I'll compliment Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 for his killing char- killing main characters off during gameplay really suddenly mm-hmm. the kind of, um, like if I shout out a character's name when I'm sitting on my couch covered in Pringles <laughs> <laughs> playing a video game, if I shout out a character's name in shock because they get shot dead in front of me, the, the game's doing something well. Narratively, it's doing something very well. Mm. But yeah, and then you get washed up in this, you and a couple of other people from the gang get washed up in an island and in hindsight, narratively and gameplay-wise, it's a huge waste of time and just yeah, padding. It doesn't work. Huge doesn't work, and it, it pads the game. And that, I think now, oh, will I play Red Dead Redemption Two again? And even doing that kind of thing I said of c- just cutting a path through it, it's still too long. It's still yeah, too. True. It's still too long for the story it's telling. And I do like, I do like that it tells kind of mini stories. Like the, the main, the, the, the macro story is the slow degradation of the gang, the, 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 hmm. the what are they call yeah. Dutch Bander...
1: Vanderland mm-hmm. Vanderland
0: the, the gang it's the slow degradation of that and the kind of and it's the story of Arthur Morgan um but to tell that story there's small stories in it. there's a kind of there's a kind of a um Yo jimbo type when arsha better reference a Fistful of Dollars where you have to mm. you you kind of get in between two feuding families in a place and I thought as a little story within the game I really like that stuff you know I, I I do and it's why I just think it's a like a <laughs> great I, the, like the more we talk about it and this episode and others yeah like you're kind of convincing me that it's just it's a very good narrative yeah yeah i, th- yeah. I think that might yeah. it's a fair, and do you know what kind of sticks in my craw about that as well is that the staff are very much abused making a very good narrative sure. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's like um the last of us part two where you, like i want to praise it because i want to praise you know Cause I was, last was too, I genuinely love it, but I'm also like, you want to praise the work that was done because yep. the work was done on, in shitty circumstances. But every time I see Ellie assemble a gun in detail when I'm upgrading, and I'm like, wow, who had to like work till their dude, fingers dude, bled to get that done? I, I, yeah. I feel that in like a bigger sense with Red Dead Two. I'm just like, I did the famous one. I never actually witnessed it in game. I never actually cared to look. But the horses' balls shrink in the cold. Yeah, It's the kind of famous kind of token. Here's 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 what Rockstar had their staff do. <laughs> this is what they were <laughs> instead yeah, of spending were... time with their family. Yeah
1: yeah, exactly. of,
0: yeah, yeah. This was the crunch time. This... But there is a lot of that in Red Dead too. And like, and the more I talk about it, the more I'm saying like, oh, I love it as a narrative. And then I'm like, that game is so graphically insane, and it's so expensive it's looking, beautiful. and all I'm saying is oh, I like the writing. So yeah, it could have been yeah. a, it could have been a weathered old book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it <clears throat>
1: A HBO show we've said it before let's probably mm. say it again it should that story should be a HBO show it should be yeah. like get the guy who did Deadwood just make it beat for beat how it is in the game <laughs> perfect
0: yeah literally it, it would just, please it would don't ever make me story. play it again but I do <laughs> think there's I do think there's a lot of. I think we we happen to be a little motley crew with a similar opinion on this but I think there's a lot of people out there who love oh yeah with capital L being in that game Mm-hmm. both of them just being in it and they and and they would think it sacrilegious for me to say i just did the main story and it's not that for them at all it's not even doing side missions it's just being in the world it's just mm. robbing trains and but like being a cow being a cowboy you know
2: the youtube community around like, if you type in red dead video into youtube astronomical amount of videos so many oh, yeah. youtubers have based their entire uh, youtube careers around just spending time in yeah. the world not like playing through the actual game but yeah, I in fact, actually, there's a little bit of the story I love as well that, that kind of because it has those moments. Um, I, I can't remember what town you come to, but it's when you're playing uh, as Arthur and there's this very disheveled man walking around town just going, "Gavin, Gavin, has anyone seen Govern? Um And I was like, what the fuck? Who is this dude? Um, <laughs> but you can't like you can't interact with him. You can walked around the whole town. And I, I spent time following him, seeing if he mm-hmm. bring me somewhere. No, um, I, you know, I antagonized him. Like, you know, you, you can greet antagonize, whatever, um, trying to get something up. Nothing. So eventually I killed him because that's what we do. Right. I had to. Yeah. Well, in the game. anyway. Um, but he had a note on him um, that basically was from his brother. And it was his brother had written him the note saying they were really worried about him and his mental health. And they really wanted him to come home um and Steph was beside me on the couch and she was like how do you feel how do you feel after what you've just done and i felt i felt like shit but i googled it that's the only way you can actually find that out
0: i like
2: it's, that yeah i i really do because <laughs> it, it's like they knew eventually someone would go i'm sorry fucking kill this guy cuz i'm annoyed um to kind of figure out what's going on um but the note like it actually I went oh and so they're they're really good at that man right and red dead 2 is full of moments like that i think to be fair yeah um i guarantee you in between, you know, the three of us, how much we've played it, we've probably only scratched the surface but moments. Oh, like that. I'm you very, know the... i am very
0: but that's what you are saying. Like that's kind of the negative. I feel like I've only scratched the surface of it, but I would never have reached the end of that story if I um if I didn't. But maybe I should have stopped and smelled the roses, maybe, you know, not been so
2: Stop and Kill the Gavin.
0: Kill the Gavin. Because I remember one as well which I played more like with like it's very vibey. Yeah. Rocking into town and playing poker. And, yeah. and <laughs> then with, with with people like that, you know, and then the whole bit when you're crossing down into Mexico is just oh, an outstanding yeah. sequence. You know, yeah. Jose
2: Gonzalez comes on, yeah, yeah. the so guitar. Gross. Oh, that's fantastic.
0: And two has the moments. Well, I love this very silly part where you're you go out drinking and it's just this wild night out <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. in your party and, Yeah, and you're partying. it's good. Yeah, I agree. It's like not only is the main narrative amazing it's full of these small moments one and two and i think our problem is that we kind of understand that but
2: i I wonder (laughs) what what, i wonder what direction i go with three now because Mm. i do think there is enough criticism out there of two particularly from bigger game journalists about the gameplay and about how
0: before sorry marcy for a second before i played two i never saw any criticism for it because two was out 2 was out for a couple of years before I played it And I just thought it was just the most universally praised thing And it's weird And then when I played it and I had a ton of criticism for it That's when I started seeing it I just think I was blind to it at first I thought it was the most universally praised game when it came out It was all over the, the um, game of the years and stuff like that Man, I, I, I haven't seen some
2: games I really want to play The new Elder Scrolls, I won't listen to anyone's criticism I'll fight them um, <laughs> But like for Red Dead 2, I, I queued up for it me and uh, my partner queued up at midnight uh, to Ooh. get it in Ottawa. That's how excited I was about it. Um, you flew to Ottawa? <laughs> yeah.
0: oh. Kevin, Kevin, think about it for a second. You look at it. Yeah. God damn it, Kevin. We're going to do this again?
2: Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Right. Let's do a breakout room. Carry on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I got the big question. Ooh. That we've been definitely, all of us have been fl- flirting around, dancing around, kissing around. I don't know what I'm doing. What do we think of the depiction of the Irish in these games? <laughs> <laughs> not, let's not forget the famous yeah. uh, Red Dead Redemption One character, who is a sickly man covered head to toe in dirt, and he's a drunk, and his name is Irish. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this? Fucking shocking. <laughs> Because I, I find, I think there's, I think all the characters are quite well drawn in this in <laughs> these games, right? Yeah. But I do think each time they decided to make a character Irish, he's some kind of fucking drunken mm. rapscallion.
1: Yeah, the, like, the guy Sean, in two was more like Sean, that was it, yeah. Sean, he's more
0: yeah. like a real character, rounder, but yeah. also, but they also made the Irish guy of the group, the fucking kind of... Um,
2: the drunk Rablerouser,
0: basically. Rablerouser, un- un- he's he's very charming, but he's unpredictable and uh, hot temper, yeah, for that.
1: Yeah, I suppose the thing to remember is that, like, the Irish, and particularly the Irish in America, and particularly the Irish in America in the late 1800s, had the reputation for a reason.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, you know, hey. we uh, we didn't pick it up off the ground.
0: Yeah, Quote Bono These are the hands that built America, Kev. Yeah, just, <laughs>
1: they, they just had the shakes at the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> isn't. Um, the term "luck of the Irish" comes from America. It doesn't come from Ireland, I think.
1: Yeah, it's not an Irish thing at all. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like Irish stereotypes or Irish-isms that are like American mm. Irish things. Um, that the world the world doesn't really draw a distinction between the two, but we definitely do. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Do. Well, there was an there was an animated oh, I'm way off the beaten track. Now there was an animated <laughs> movie there last year with Simon Pegg playing a cat, and it was okay. called it was called Luck. <clears throat> And he's in this factory and there's leprechauns and it, it's supposed to be a kind of it's a twee idea about, you know, we make luck here. Okay. And he does he does a Scottish accent and he says like, Oh, where I'm from in Scotland. It's like, I think fucking I don't think the the creators bothered. To look off the difference and find out where did these stereotypes come from? Oh yeah, racism. one of them. Get your one of them, right. one of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate inaccurate racism. <laughs> yeah, come on. Pick a lane. <laughs> yeah. well, you see? Again, way off topic here. Uh, SNL, not even that long ago. Remember when they uh, they were doing like an Oscars uh, special and they had two people play, uh Con Farrell and uh Brennan Leeson, and they were just like, oh ta ta tea oh ta to. And they went back to like the studio and was like, oh, I have no idea what those guys were saying, and they're not even drunk yet. And they had to come out and apologize. Like Connor kind of was like recovering alcoholic. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. I but back to the games. Uh, and then, I, then and then
0: we kick up our feed to play some good, good, interactive video games, and we have drunks call Irish on our screen. Not that interactive. <laughs> I don't know. <but>, <laughs> So am I just is 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 all smoke no fire. Or am I just trying to trying to make um, drama where there's no drama? You don't care about the Irish characters. In, no, I mean in, it's in, in, it's
1: in it's it's lazy enough, but as I said, it's not um it's not entirely unaccurate. Mm. You know, the those sort of first and second generation Irish immigrants who kind of went over at that time, particularly if you're looking at the back half of the eighteen hundreds. Um now some of our listeners might not know, but Ireland was not a great place in the mid-1840s.
0: Right up until 1979. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's actually
1: still not that great of a place now. But uh, (laughs) but, but we have potatoes still. So (laughs) that was the big thing that was missing in the 1840s. Mm. Um, So there was mass amounts of Irish immigration to the States. People going because they were absolutely desperate. And got over there and weren't exactly welcomed warmly. So a lot of them took to the drink. And, you know... so, there is like a historical precedent for the stereotype. Oh, At the same time, it would have been good to have like one Irish character who was just sober once. But
2: well, here's, here's the other big question then Who is there a great Irish video game
0: character? I don't know if he's a great character, but the, in the latest Ace Attorney game, there was, a, they, <laughs> there was no they way did, they nailed They did an, an Irish, Irish character, person. right? They did an Irish. And he's a villain. That's fine. Yeah, just, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm that's absolutely okay sorry, with that. Yeah. I'm absolutely okay with that. We can be dickheads. That, that game's English localization is so good. that when they are. when they did, he's Irish. He's like it's no voice acting. it's only writing. It was perfect. Wow. It, it was uh, he calls he calls someone a What's his name? Fiend. <laughs> Claire Finn. Claire Finn, and I was like, <laughs> what? He it's like does not. It? it was amazing. Wow. Um, his name was Magnus uh, McGillen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <He> was, uh, <laughs> so so they didn't quite they did. nail it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He no, was, Icelandic. Uh, I don't Icelandic? think I have a theory on am not But when the Japanese Wrote him They didn't Because this is set in London I think he was just supposed To be another Londoner but He mm. looks a bit Leprechaunish So when the, <laughs> localization, when the Localization team Got him They were like yeah. Fuck it we'll, we'll make this Our Irish character But I was happy With the translation But um, is there an Irish video game character Other than that
1: Father Gascoigne In Bloodborne
0: Perfect oh, What's nice. he say
1: again Beasts all over the shop Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not we're not very well represented i don't think i'm not saying we need to be this is not the kind of inclusion i'm like you know fighting for in in this modern world but uh i think that's about all we got isn't it
1: wasn't I, I, isn't your one in um god i'm drawing a blank on the name and the franchise tekken yep nina williams, oh, nina williams I, yes nina, yes. Williams. nina yeah. and annie yeah. williams are irish yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go yeah and okay. i actually
0: like that because there's nothing irish about them it's just a little backstory. I've always wanted an Irish Street Fighter character because that's the whole thing. Um, street Fighter, they're world warriors. They're from all different countries. and We never got an Irish one. Actually, there's another really funny stereotype in the Punch-Out games. <laughs> um, I can't remember his name. It's not coming to me, but uh, it's the Wii one, Punch-Out for the Wii. and uh, the... I know there's two schools of thought about whether this game is really racist. I think it's really <laughs> charming. I think it's really charming because they're all really like... Um, uh, stereotypical things, um, stereotypical versions of their countries. Well, I think that's fine if you do. If like the Japanese guy is really stereotypical as well, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's he's really wiry. He's like a redhead, and he's really wiry and scampy, and he's like you know kind of you know he looks a bit fucking drunk. You know, that's him. That's what, if, you so, go, if you go if you back and play the original Punch Out, uh, the arcade one, <laughs> which I've played recently in London for the first time ever, it was cool to finally play it. But um, if you go back and play that uh, Italian guy, and it is called Pizza Pasta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so on balance, we're actually doing okay. okay yeah. Could have been yeah. way worse.
0: <laughs> oh, but we went off the beaten track there. Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. We went really any, for a ramble.
0: Does anyone have any stray thoughts about the Red Dead Redemption games?
1: Yeah, I have a question for you guys actually. Um, mm. The Undead Nightmare. I never played it. Yeah, have you? What's, cool. what's yeah. the verdict? It's a, fun. a lot of fun
0: a lot of fun yeah. like it's obviously not technically canon or whatever you want to call it but it mm. strikes this kind of b-movie tone it was actually that i have even less memories of that than i do of the original red dead redemption one i feel like it's been half my life For since sure i played it. that it feel yeah it was, it was dlc wasn't mm. it although i remember it in shops
1: it i think it's one of these sort of it was dlc but also available as a standalone thing i think it's currently on game Pass. I've and meaning to check it out was it it's, in that... It's definitely worth it. As a standalone, it, it, it holds up pretty well. Was it in that version
0: or was it in the main game where you can find, like, Sasquatch? I think it's the main
1: version. I think that's
2: the main. It's, I, I remember yeah, that, so I think... Yeah, yeah I, I,
0: think he's in, I think he's in 2 as well. Okay. Which is another one of those, like, just really kind of funny things.
2: Or 2, you can find mad stuff. You can find The Hatch, I believe.
0: Uh, from,
2: from Lost? Uh, Lost, yeah. Really?
0: Most people have
2: shown up on YouTube, I believe. Uh, there's so a funny. mountain in two that is the same as the mountain from paramount in indiana jones uh you know like mm. that famous cut from the you know the credits yeah 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 uh, th- there's so much man like there's i even saw this crazy video and like actually one thing we i we should i don't think we've said it but we should really say it the level of detail in red dead 2 sometimes is incredible and like what they've it done is. is impressive
1: um as a technical achievement it's as phenomenal. yeah
2: it's it really is and it's one it's still one of the best second games ever made um and it's about five years old now um but there was a guy from his YouTube clip of uh, he's like passing a railway and there's a few workers are like building a new part of the railway, but there's an NPC who's actually picking up a, like say a nail, a very large nail, placing it in uh, where a track is and then hammering it in. But he stayed there to watch the NPC and every time he hits the nail, it actually does go in a little bit further and the track, the track starts to settle in a bit more and he's like, oh my God, it's insane. Like I can't believe he's doing that. What will he do now? He gets a nail and does the next bit of the track. And if you wait long, enough, if he does the entire track, like kind of dusts his hands off, puts his stuff away, in, and heads off to bed, and goes home. Like
0: it's insane that there's a visual metaphor for the workers in crunch. Who are program? Yeah, who are programming yeah, yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
2: That's awful. Actually. Hey, uh, hey what
0: did I have you working on? <laughs> the migrant worker who's <laughs> hammering in the train tracks. Oh. When's the last time you saw your family? Weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't even know what they look like
0: anymore. <laughs> I, I, just awesome. have, <laughs> right? I just have a random kind of question. Mm. Um, but uh, has any main character or any character, even I'm going to go that far. I'm talking both John and Arthur have had better deaths than both those two characters Scott. Two of the most memorable video of the game deaths of all time. And I, like, especially for a main character. The main characters don't mm. often die in video games, but I, yeah. I doubt it. When John Marston died in oh, Red Dead Redemption 1, I was shocked. Yeah. And
2: yeah. he dies... Didn't see coming at all.
0: He dies brutally, and he also kind of, you know, he gets betrayed. Mm. The bad guys technically win. I know you can play as a son and get revenge on the guy who, order, who does the order, but the bad guys win in that game. Yeah. You know, the, the, the goddamn American government. Uncle Sam.
1: No, I was just saying, his, his death is absolutely iconic. I'd put it up there with sort of airs in Final Fantasy Seven. Um, but at least John's one kind of happens in gameplay, really. That sort of yeah, that, you that, get that, to try that, to shoot. You, them.
2: you get a chance to try and take someone That's cool. out. That, that unwinnable
1: yeah. Deadeye thing, where you yeah. always feel like if I could have been a bit better, a bit quicker, yeah. a bit quicker, and you can't. Like the, the the deck is stacked against you. But the fact that it the game can evoke that feeling in you is a hell of an achievement.
2: And you don't feel good when you kill when you're when you're Jack and you kill the guys who killed John. It doesn't
0: that's it's kind of the theme of the game isn't it? it's kind of everything it's cyclical yeah actual yeah. cycle of violence that hasn't hasn't been qualmed hasn't been stopped
2: and then, and there were two i got the ending of him watching the sunset did you get it yeah me too and i i saw end?
0: the i saw the other one and i'm so glad i didn't get it because it's yeah, so it would have hurt me it's so bad who's that character again he's like the most hateable character in. micah micah Mica. brilliant yeah Absolutely yeah. despised. Like, the thing about that game,
2: really
0: yeah. I said it's about the kind of characters and it's about that found family, and they they did need an absolute shithead in the middle of it, and they did it very well. What a prick! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you can get a version of the ending of that game where Micah just shoots Arthur Morgan in the face is just oh, so gone. I do think you have to make some pretty shitty decisions to get there though. When you're riding yeah, off yeah, with jo- you when you're riding yeah. off with John, you got to instead of like saving yourselves, you got to make the decision to go back and get the money. And, and it's I, due to
2: your honor as well. I think if you've been mm-hmm. like very dishonorable through the game, I think that that affects it too.
0: I don't want to speak like a, a jerk or any that, but I who's played 50, 60 hours of that game, kind of <laughs> seen Arthur Morgan, and you know, I know it's kind of a, he's a malleable character. You can, it's like role playing, but who who go that far and then make the, the narrative decision to go back for the money? That's the wrong decision. That doesn't is, make sense uh, yeah. for the story that's being told. Yeah, <laughs> you you haven't been paying attention if you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wanna, yeah I don't want to... Yeah, that's basically what I was saying, but I didn't want to yeah. say it because it's a bit gatekeepy. I don't, I yeah. don't want to tell people You're how to right enjoy, enjoy their cowboy <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, um, just in talking about them, like I said, I've, I don't know when I'll ever play Red Dead Redemption 2 again, but I think if one got some kind of re-release, I'd actually really enjoy playing it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely. I, I would definitely play that again, but two... No, If there is a third one. I'll probably, I'll of course I'll play it for my food. Yeah, I'll play a third one for sure.
1: You gonna, you gonna fly to Ottawa and queue up? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh,
0: what were you saying in one of our last episodes when you were saying like, you know, you think whatever rockstar is doing next is, is going to have this massive online component? Do you, do you think they're interested in if Red Edit online component didn't work? Do you think they're going to kind of want to make a third one? Well, I think that, that's if,
2: what I said to you guys. I think uh, Owen... Owen roared at me.
1: I think we ended up having to edit a lot of that out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> such, uh, such
2: hurtful things. I, I, yeah. My, my, I don't know what my my family had to do with the comment, but uh, I think they actually don't. I don't think they'll do with third one, man. You don't. Know. I
0: just. I don't
2: think GTA Six is going to come out, and it's going. It's going to be their main thing for ten more years. Yeah. Um, and it's going to make a billion dollars, and it'll be just. They'll focus on that, and they'll be going. I don't give a fuck. Don't. We've never—they've never done what fans have wanted them to do, so they don't give a shit. And um,
1: fans. I,
2: I, yeah, I, I think as well because they dropped Red Dead Online. So, like, man, think about the premise of Red Dead Online and how incredible that could have been. You, most people our age, you know, adore uh, Western movies. Um, being able to play with your friends and just like Robin Banks, all it had this amazing, amazing potential. And they dropped it so quick. Like I think the, the servers are gone, aren't they? You, I don't even you can even actually technically
1: play yeah. it anymore. Um, That's my knowledge, so, yeah.
2: yeah. so I, I don't think they'll make a third one. Um, or if they do, it'll be very, very long time.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Anyway, they're definitely not working on one currently. No, definitely um, not, no. It, like, it's possible down the line. But I think you, you hit the nail on the head. It's the GTA, and specifically GTA Online, they've realized is like the golden goose. This thing is yeah. going to keep shitting out money with like the absolute minimum of effort on their part.
2: Absolutely. Like
1: it doesn't make business sense for them to do anything else. Like the the only reason they're making a GTA six is because they know they can bleed the GTA online community for all the money they've already spent all over again. Yeah. Cause it's you can like guarantee just, you're not going to be able to move your cosmetics or your vehicles from oh, five to six. Not. No, they're going to oh. get all those people to come back again, start from scratch and spend all that money all over again. Uh, can, I,
0: can I play devil's advocate and just say, like not uh, Naughty Dog, no. Rockstar have <laughs> such a history of ambitious narrative games. Yeah, have yeah. they really become this thing you talk about? Surely there's people working there who want to tell a big Grand Theft Auto story. Oh, yeah, surely. The
1: Absolutely. There's people on the ground there who want to tell uh, a bi- uh, big, vast, expansive story, but they're not the ones making the decisions they're not the money yeah, they're
2: men not the, they're not writing the checks
1: exactly yeah I mean like if if Rockstar wanted to engage with more narrative design in GTA then where are the story DLCs for 5 yeah they were like they were rumoured and touted from basically when the game launched mm. and they haven't materialised and like won't at this stage obviously because they're they're well into development on 6 what's what, is
2: GTA 5 is a PS3 game isn't it originally Yep. yeah that's, yeah. Isn't a wild thing to think about. Like it's our, ten years, it's ten years old this year, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah I, I, they're one of those companies, man. That before GTA V came out, the way I viewed them was like a company that like took risks. Yeah. Um. Yes, we're very ambitious, but like, three revolutionized video gaming. Like it changed mm. the landscape yeah. of absolutely of how we play yeah. games for better I mean, and
1: for worse. But it, yeah, it's yeah, to.
2: The longer we go, the more I'm thinking the latter Worse, you know what I mean Um, Everything's just a reskin But now they like They're not E levels, or EA levels Excuse me, of scummery, but I'm like I I don't know, maybe Maybe you're actually right, Liam, maybe being on the fence is a bit Safer here, maybe they will, maybe they'll surprise Me, and GTA 6, yeah They'll carry everything over, it'll be You know, won't be as much of a money Suck, Um, and then maybe Red Dead 3 will come out, and I'll, I'll be wrong I'd be completely wrong, and I'll eat my hat. Your cowboy hat. My cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah,
0: my hat. My I hat think if they cow. if they do just just to fantasize for a second, if they do do another Red Dead, <laughs> do 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 do. Oh no! Oh, I was trying do. to say something serious.
1: Oh. Okay, we take that from the top. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if so, they yeah. shit another <laughs> Red. Dead... Oh. <laughs> if they um do make another Red Dead Redemption game, narratively, they'd have to go back again. I think... Yeah, true. One and two have
1: brought them to the end of the a kind jam. of
0: era of cowboys, no?
1: Could they do another one?
0: Kind of a set-up? I don't know, maybe. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I I, I get what you mean, though, because I feel like the... Kind like
0: modernising by the end of Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah, true.
1: More. Thematically, the through-line between the two games, because obviously plot-wise, the through-line is just the plot. One leads directly into another. Yeah. But thematically, I suppose the through-line is the sort of thing that we've been talking about where it's the... The violence of the actions of the character contrasted against the violence of progress, of of yeah. change, of the march of time, and sort of the the effect that that wreaks as it pass, as it sort of scrolls across the land, mm-hmm. contrasted to the the damage that's being done by the Vanderlind gang or or by uh, John in in the, the first game, and that kind of reaches its logical conclusion at the end of that first game. As you said, the sort of the it's not satisfying. Jack going back and getting revenge for his father because it's it's more violence built on this mountain of violence. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. solve anything. It's not meant to. Moving the the story forward from there doesn't really do anything, you know. Because as you said, you're coming at the end of the cowboy era. Then, where do the you take west. that? Yeah. The old the old west has been won and is gone. You know. Um, I think, yeah, doing something going backwards again is maybe the right shout there and maybe it doesn't need to be as direct a, a lead-in to the events of two they could go back further yeah, go to a time when it was like maybe even less built up what I would love to see what I would absolutely love to see and I won't, it won't happen even if they make the game they won't make it this one do something linear do a linear story. Don't do an open world game.
0: Kev's old. Oh, they um, know, the old oh. bandwagon. Of the yeah.
1: old... Do, do a linear game with chapters. Have chapters that open up into the sort of open areas that you can sort of explore. Have a chapter in Mexico. Have like a, a Mexican province that you explore. Five or six side quests littered in there. Couple of main quests. The story moves on. You go somewhere else. Just don't please don't make me play another big open world it game. It will
0: <laughs> never happen. I know. we have really no, been talking it about just... how unlikely is they'll even make one. They'll, they will never make... Rockstar will not make not make a big fucking random open world game with markers on your map. Yeah, You've got to write to the letter D to talk to Douglas to get a mission off him. Of.
1: Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I'm looking... someone else can just make a cowboy game. <laughs>
0: That'd be great. Make a
1: linear it? cowboy game. Please, well
0: well, well well, the 90s Capcom made one called Sunset Riders. I've talked about it
1: already. <laughs> and, in that,
0: and in that game you can walk into the taverns and the main character comes out with a hooker on his arm and after that, your gun shoots wider.
1: Wait, did, did you say wider or whiter? <laughs> wider. I've well. heard
0: <laughs> that as well. Like, it's more of a spread. So that's a really good game. It's yeah. a cool game. Yeah, it it's different from, It's different from a Red Dead Redemption, but it's, it's a different yeah. flavor of the Old West.
2: Can, can I ask you a question? Uh, I just like, actually, just give me a one word answer here, okay? Liam first, thank you. Are you in any way excited about GTA Six? No. no, no, no. Are you okay? Then I will you, say. I will say.
0: I mean, I will say not right now. Maybe when yeah. I start seeing it. But well, I've played all the Grand Theft Auto games. I've never finished one. I'm not Mister really? Grand. The- yeah, That's never finished one. Not even Vice like City or San Andreas. No, never finished the main stories, and I wow. played them to death Like a three in Vice City, especially. I I'm a fan. I am a fan of each one in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not Mr. Grand Theft Auto, so I'm not kind of like, unless they start showing it off and it's really cool looking, I'm not going to be kind of in first, to be honest. Yeah. I Red Dead Redemption are, are my two favorite Rockstar games, one and two of yeah, my okay. two favorite Rockstar games. Yeah. I'm just more like, I, I love the, the the vibes of the Grand Theft Auto games. I love how each one has a kind of, you know, different flavor of crime, almost crime drama, but I'm just, I like the old <laughs> the old interactive cowboy drama a bit more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it really is. It might just come down to aesthetics and stories why I would yeah. prefer them over, over at the Grand Theft Auto's. But I've never, I've never come to be in a position where I'm going to shit on Grand Theft Auto except for the story of five, which I absolutely hate. Um, oh, yeah.
2: Really? I was going to say I didn't, I thought it was quite fantastic. I, as in the way I'm, it's, I, I'm the very Because the, the way it's told is brilliant. Is...
0: I'm just very alone on this. I, I, I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another, another like episode it. of the Hey Look, Listen podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We finally talked about Rootin' Tootin' Cowboys on the podcast. Um, next time, Pirates. And after okay. that, nin- Ninjas. Oh, and we'll okay. cover all our bases.
1: So but, Sid Meier's Pirates, Ninja Gaiden. I'm down.
0: I've never played a Ninja Gaiden game or Sid Meier's Pirates game. All, <laughs> all right. right we're just we're named. <laughs> then you sure have seriously. homework. <laughs> you, got, you,
1: got, you got put down Chrono Trigger. You've got stuff <laughs> to do. <laughs> No Uh, Zelda until you finish your homework.
0: No, I want to play Zelda. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I was Liam Sheehan. I was joined here by Kevin O'Carroll and Jonathan Marcy. And please join us next time. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.